Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationships with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in today to episode 10 of the Table and Well podcast. Like always, be sure to subscribe and download the podcast on your favorite listening platform. Uh, Today is another great episode. Um, We're going to be listening to an interview that we have done with April Boyer about our collabs. And there's just so much great information in here, just her perspective and what she talked about and things that she's learned and really how it's done some really awesome things in her life with the collabs and the information and just the practice of walking out the things that she's learned every day. It's really, really good. So I'm excited for you all to hear it. You know, I do want to let you guys know that this interview is not the best recorded interview that you're going to hear. Um, you know, through the wonders of technology, we were able to do it over the internet, which is fantastic, but sometimes the internet doesn't cooperate. And so there are some times where it is a little hard to hear April and what she's saying, but I promise you, if you hang in there and you listen to what she's saying, you'll be able to follow along. Um, and there's just so much good information that I was trying to figure out a way to edit some of the things out, clean it up a little bit, but there really wasn't a way to do it. There's just so much there. It was just a great conversation with Janelle and I. There's actually so much good information that uh, I will be releasing the second part to this interview on Thursday of this week. I didn't want you to have to wait for a whole nother week for it to come out. So let's listen in to our conversation with April. So we're here with April Boyer um, and uh, she is awesome. And uh she really is. She's great. And there's so many different stories we could tell you about her, but um, we won't do that right now because we take up the whole podcast we doing would. that. It's true. She is that awesome. She is. Um, but just a little tidbit about her and I'll let her explain or just talk about who she is too. But uh, we used to work together and um, then we didn't. And then we got reconnected and it's been really cool and it's been really exciting. Yeah. She's been such a huge blessing to Table and Well and has actually helped write a lot of the curriculum for Collapse. Yeah. So she has a unique insight both in because she started out just participating in a collab right. and then has now helped on the development side. So yeah, I'm excited familiar. to hear her perspective today. Yep. So April, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Awesome. Well, thank you guys for having me, of course. Um, yeah, we have known each other for a little while now, and you guys are obviously embarrassing me about talking about how awesome I am. So I feel like, you know, <laughs> I'm kind of a little bar, you know, maybe. So, you know, I'm just me. I'm just April, you know, but, um, but no, I really do appreciate all those kind things you guys had to say. Um, but yeah, so I'm April, and um, I am I'm a mom, uh, I'm a wife. Um, I have an English degree, and so I'm actually getting to use that um, in my life now at this season of life. I have a part-time editing job, and then also really to sort of step in and partner with you guys to be able to just kind of, you know, edit the wording and just, you know, the seamlessness of some of the lessons and stuff for the collabs and stuff, which has been a real treat because it has definitely has given me, you know, sort of an insider's view of the content itself and just to sort of solidify it a little bit more, even personally. 
and just to kind of see how it all fits together because I've been able to, to go over the content, you know, a little bit more with like a fine tooth comb, which has been really helpful and really kind of exciting for me too. So I knew you guys from before, I knew you were launching this stuff. And so there was already a bit of a trust factor there with going, okay, well, if these guys are doing this, like it's, you know, I trust Tennyson and Janelle and I, I, you know, with the relationship that we had before from even working together and like, you know, having that relationship, um, um, you know, sort of idea of entertaining this, but like even, even sort of just to admit kind of where I was at, um, I I probably started out a little bit skeptical, to be honest. And just, there was a bit of like resistance to like, like partnering with another methodology of how to connect with people just mm-hmm. because of like growing up in church and, and, you know, I've kind of been in a type of church culture with discipleship or, you know, the ideas that we all put out there a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think there was a little bit of a hesitancy on my part to go, Oh yeah, another thing, let's do this, you know? And so I felt like the timing of it was really good. Like my family's been through some transitions in the last couple of years. I have been through some transitions with work and, and, you know, just on a personal level, really felt like there was, um, you know, trying to show me some different stuff. And so I think that by the time, you know, you guys were launching all the table and well stuff, I was really kind of in a, in a, in a place where I had been a little jaded, a little disappointed by some previous experiences, you know, mm-hmm. where we, you know, people talk a lot about like values of community and relationships and stuff, but like there wasn't really maybe meat on the bone. So it's mm-hmm. like there was nothing yeah. where I actually really feel the application to everyday life. And I think that, you know, ha- have it, you know, when you've had experiences where it's like when the rubber met the road, like, you know, a, and a conflict came up or something within relationships or community, which is bound to happen because right. we're all people. But like, you know, people don't like conflict. We don't, we don't do that great a job nowadays of like dealing with each other whenever we maybe aren't meshing and aren't on the same page. And so I think that having experiences where when the rubber met the road, some of these types of methodologies of like discipleship didn't really pan out, then, um, you know, we just don't deal with messy relationships that well, like nine times out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think when you've kind of seen that and kind of seen like the messier side of that, then, um, you know, I was in a place personally where I wasn't, I w I was a little guarded, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so I think that that was probably one of the things that like I was refreshing to me and was, I think the more I got into it, the more, that I was like, okay, wait, like this looks a little different and this feels different and it's a different kind of approach. And then it, it kind of deconstructs some things in like a really fundamental way. Yeah. Again, it kind of, it, it breaks down some of the the common ways that we engage with and, and just drills it down to like, these are the basics of like, not just like Christian connection, but just connection with human beings, Mm -hmm. you know? So I, I loved that the fact that it wasn't it wasn't sort of slathered with Christianese as far as the mm-hmm. language mm-hmm. because at the end of the day you know like as children of God like you know whether you accept Jesus Christ or not like as knowing that God created human beings you know mm-hmm. and that belief like that He all He created us all in one way you know that our brains are wired a certain way 
and our um, emotions and our feelings are there for a reason. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think being able to like explore all of that stuff is like one of the things where it's like, okay, like this is really interesting. Like, this is interesting. yeah. And like, I want to, I want to get more into this. And so I think that that my initial hesitancy, like kind of like faded away a little more and more because it didn't feel just like the same old thing, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. So in that, so like, you know, you talked about just some of the things that, um, that you've walked through with just relationships and different things like that. So how has the things that maybe you've learned in the collabs, um, affected or maybe even changed how you may even approach relationships moving forward? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I would definitely say that like one of the things that, I I mean, I I would say there's, there's probably three like specific ways that I could actually start to go back and look at, at, okay, this, my approach is a little bit different or this has impacted this. I mean, obviously there's the personal side of it with just me as a person, like Mm me, you know, looking at, my own uh, emotional um, maturity and development and kind of how I have approached relationships and things like that. Like my, like learning more about how, how I have developed in that area teaches me more about my identity and like how I, I go after that kind of stuff. But it also in the same way, like helps me to view others differently as well, because you know, and, and not like going, oh, I'm going to recognize how either immature or mature I have been in connection with others. And now I can like, now I can judge you because I know so much like, right. but just in the sense that like, there's compassion and empathy that you learn when you actually start to kind of confront your own weaknesses. And like, oh, that's good. You know, we all have strengths and weaknesses and we all have ways that like, this is, this is something I recognize that I'm really good at in relationships, but then here's ways that I really see that like, I, I have a lot to learn. I have a lot of ways to grow in that. And it's, it's almost like in the same way that we have, that we are humbled by grace in, in a Christian walk of going, mm-hmm. we are Jesus to take some of these principles and the things that we're learning in these lessons actually gives us the ability to have more grace and relationships with people too, because you really, I mean, it kind of, it correlates together because it has the same type of application of going like, I recognize that like a a person's behavior or my behavior, they're coming from somewhere. It comes from like unmet needs there, or maybe there's just an area that like, you know, when you were a kid, like you, you didn't have this support or you didn't, you never learned this, you know? And so instead of going like, what's wrong with you? Like, and, and pulling back, yeah. you know, and like engaging with people, it actually allows you to just kind of be freed up to partner where they're at, you know? And yep, so, okay. I mean, that, that's incredibly powerful, you know, to be able to kind of get to that place where you have grace for yourself and have more grace for other people too. And then I would say that probably the other biggest thing is just in terms of my parenting, mm. um, because, you know, having kind of going back and drilling down to sort of the basic of how how we're created and how we develop over time and then how that affects our relationship with people. It, it obviously amplifies that priority in parenting of going, I really want to empower my children and raise them up in a way that that makes them compassionate people and makes them confident in who they are mm-hmm. confident in their identity in Christ, but also just confident of going like, you know, I'm a 
I am a person who's worthy of love. And, you know, and when they have that confidence, then that's going to bleed over into their relationships. Yeah. Um, and that they don't have to be afraid having healthy connections with people. Oh, that's good. Um, because I feel, I feel like, uh, you know, one of the things that is, is hard to overcome, especially as a, you know, as a Christian, just as a person that like is trying to walk through a journey with the Lord is that we, we talk a lot about needing God. You know, we talk about like, you know, he's your source for everything and, you know, everything you need comes from God. And all of that sounds really wonderful, mm-hmm. except that I'm currently living on the earth with a lot of people. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so what about them? <laughs> and it's not, not to the God here, not in it because, you know, we have the Holy Spirit. We have, you know, environment, all of that. I mean, God is near like he is, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, like, it's true. God is our ultimate source for everything. But I don't think that God is like, you know, it's not a slap in the face to God to go, well, I need you, Lord, but I also am wired to need people at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, because yeah. it's like, you know, God is a, uh, he's, he's a jealous God as far as like, he wants our priority. He doesn't want us to worship other idols. But I think if you are rooted in God, and you have your your identity fully formed in a mature way towards the Lord, then you don't idolize people and the need for people in the same way. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times that insecurity um, of going, oh well, oh man, I'm so afraid I'm going to need people more than God. Like from deficit, but it's like almost like a self perpetuating thing. You know what I mean? It's like, and so I think that. Um, the, recognizing that God designed us to connect with each other, that um, that desire to connect is actually inspired by God as our source. Yeah, that's you good. Know? Yep. It's just a game changer. You know, it just yeah. changes the the idea of the body of Christ, you mm-hmm. know, because I think that we wind up just being scared of each other in a yeah. lot of ways. And so once we can actually like recognize, okay, man, this, this is where I've been approaching relation, even my relationship with God, because it's coming from this place mm-hmm. of like all these met needs or I had all of these things that were happening that actually kept me from connecting with the Lord. But then it also keeps us from connecting with one another, you know? And so right. I feel like it's just like it, you know, going through this process has just started to give like stepping stones to identifying where some of these challenges lie and then being able to kind of overcome them, like as you apply the principles, but then also just go through the process too, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really I think good. that's really good. I think we, I think we misunderstood what it looks like to love the Lord, our God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength and to love our neighbor as ourself. There are three parts there that Jesus is very intentional about pointing out. And, um, and I, I think that's just such a key point to be made is that it really, for us to be the body of Christ, Mm -hmm. we have to learn how to love each other and, and it should be a natural outflow of our relationship with the Lord, but also our relationship with people actually teaches us how to connect with a God we cannot see. Yeah. Um, Very true. And so learning to look into each other's face allows us to know what it's like to look into his. And he created it to be that way. He created our brains 
to thrive on human connection, just like he created our brains to thrive on connection with him. It's not an either or. And I think we've missed that a little bit in the church. And and I, April, your comment about being afraid of people is so true because a lot of times we get wounded by people, don't we? Mm-hmm. And then, then it's like, you know, I'm kind of done with that whole people thing. I'm good. But then we miss out on much of the life that the Lord wants us to live and the fullness of life that's meant to be in connection with other human beings. Yeah. But how do we do that? Like, how do we fix it? What's wrong? What's broken? How do, what do we do? Right. So I think collabs really does help provide some pretty neat tools. Yeah. And it gives language and it, it gives language and words to maybe what you're feeling that you didn't know you were feeling, you know, about when we talk about trust cycles or something, you're like, Oh, okay, so that's why I feel like this when I'm, when this happens or, um, you know, your relational circuits being on. Oh, that's why when so-and-so is in the room that I just like, I, I have no capacity to have connect, connect yeah. or anything like that. So it just begins to give language and then tools and opportunity to practice. So you can turn those RCs back on to understand what's happening with the trust cycles and to um, begin to walk through those for more information about Collapse, please go to tableandwellco.com. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. Please subscribe on your favorite streaming service.